What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, buds? It's Navar Ball for the Air Buds. Go to manscaped.com and use code BUDS to get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com. Code BUDS, B-U-D-S, to get yourself some big baller balls, baby. Triple B's in the building, big ballers out, baby. And I holla. Right. Hi, welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. <laughs> oh, we have so much fun. My name's Jamel. My name is Mike Benner. We have no Peter today, so happy basketball, Jamel. Yeah, happy basketball to ye. Peter lives on through our rhymes, etc., etc. Yeah, um, we miss him, we love him. Please come back to us, Peter, please. If you had to replace Peter... A, he's a But, you know. Michael Rappaport. I already thought about it. (laughs) All right, Michael Rappaport, if you're listening, we want to replace Peter with you. Um, Let's get some business out of the way uh, before we talk about the Miami Heat. I would replace you. I would replace you with um, what's his face? Who, the dad from Back to the Future? What's that weirdo's name? Crispin Glover? Yeah. Is that how you see Okay, so this is. This is maybe instructive. You look at, you're like, who, who's a Peter type? And you think Michael Rappaport. And then you say, who's a Benner type? And you say Crispin Glover. Am no, I that well, much see, of a freak to you? No, no. It's just, it's, it's opposite ends of the freakdom. Cause when I think of Peter, I'm like, okay, white guy, uh, loves basketball, not super familiar with rap music. So we're going to go the other way. So I'm going to get Michael Rappaport. Mr. New York, Mr. Mr. White, Yo MTV Raps, Mr. Big Three, sideline reporter. He got he has he has a touch of street cred, which Peter would die and kill us for. See what I'm saying? So we could go that way. Yeah. You are a freak. Crispin Glover also a freak, but it's like he's like his shit is serial killer freak. Yours is like a harmless thing. So I'm like, all right, let's go the other way. I want to feel scared when I record now. Gotcha. So this is your ideal. You should start this podcast. You should do another <laughs> podcast with Crispin Glover and Michael Rappaport. I would pay $5 a month for that. Speaking of no. $5 a month, guys, if you want to support the buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. For $5 a month, you get bonus content. You get new. You get bonus episodes. You get bonus videos that Jamel uploads all the time. You get access to our Patreon Slack, where we are just chatting about basketball and everything else. I've got turned on to a lot of cool fucking gear via that Slack. Um, but yeah, uh, Jamel, I think we, we, we welcomed a new member recently. Yay. Because we was losing some heads, but we got some heads back. Shout out to Sweet Dog. Uh, I believe he has a podcast called... Uh, uh, sweet dog and friends or like sweet dogs for just look up sweet dog with an extra couple e's and an extra couple g's he's a uh, fine young man from a town i assume and uh he has joined our patreon because he lost a bet to me yeah uh jamel uh he was approached by sweet dog asking to have jamel on his podcast and jamel said 
if you beat me in Street Fighter, I'll come on your podcast. But well, if I beat you, idea. oh, okay. So he he propositioned this. I'll beat you in Street Fighter. You come on my podcast, and you said if I beat you, you have to become a Patreon member. So now we're well, issuing that- this challenge to all listeners. If you think yeah. you can beat Jamal in Street Fighter, he'll do whatever you want within reason. He'll come to your podcast. He'll do a cameo for you. But if Jamel beats you, if he geefs you up, then you have to become a Patreon member. That is, these are the rules of the show now. Uh, and the 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 DMs are open. It's at Slim Yancey on the Capcom Fighters Network. Or you could pick the version. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fucking shit. Now, does this extend to X-Men versus Street Fighter or Marvel versus Capcom? Look, yeah, we could do all of that. I'll be honest. My expertise is the later next-gen Street Fighters. But if you want to go there, we could go there. And if you're, your best shot at beating me is probably Street Fighter 2. Well, there you go. He gave you a tip, guys. Challenge Demel to a fight in Street Fighter, and he will beat you, and you must become a Patreon member. Uh, have you ever heard of a five-star review, Jamel? Nah, what is what is them? Who is that? Uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts, you look at a podcast, you look us up, you go down. Look, we've got all five star reviews. We are a five star podcast. We have hundreds of reviews, and all of them five star. Uh, but if you write a review, we will read it on air. Uh, now we we did get one new written review this week, but it was just kind of a repost of an old one. Mm. Uh, so I'm not even going to read it because he literally said in the, he put a parenthesis, I just edited this post. Please don't read it on the air. So I'm not going to read it on the air out of respect. But well, shouts out to you. Yeah, we could read your ad or your, <laughs> we could read your review on air if you wrote something and gave us five stars. Um, you can make your review an ad. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's smart. You know, speaking of ads, uh, have you guys heard of manscaped.com? Excuse me? Well, Jamel, you know, we're we're men on the go. It's the year 2020. I, mean, I guess we're not so much on the go yeah. in 2020. I haven't been anymore. anywhere in six days. Yeah, but you know what? You know, you, you know what you still need to do. You got to groom yourself, Jamel. Look, when you're on a Zoom call, you want to feel your most confident, right? You want to feel like I'm beautiful. People are looking at me, and they can see the confidence that only comes from having a bald crotch. Okay. Yeah. So manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com. They have the lawnmower 3.0. This thing is a, it's a work of art. It is a great electric razor. Uh, makes cutting your dick hair so easy. Uh, no, cut your dick off with it. You can cut your dick off with it if you want to. Honestly, Jamel, look, they have skin safe technology. I don't know if that's possible. And we're issuing a challenge to our listeners right now. If you go to manscaped.com, use code BUD at checkout. To get the lawnmower 3.0, you get 20% off and free shipping with code BUDS. Uh, if you can get a, land, a, a lawnmower 3.0 to cut your dick off, we'll give you $100. Yeah, we'll give you 100 bucks. Yeah. Uh, if you film it, we'll give you 200 bucks. Yeah. And if you let us come watch in person, I will personally jerk you off for the last time before you cut your dick off. Yep, that, and that, of course, is priceless. Manscaped.com, use code BUDS. It is a really good product. They got a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, code BUDS gets you 20% off and free shipping. That's Manscaped.com, code BUDS. Jamal, you know what happened tonight? Well, what that is? Jimmy fucking Butler happened, Jamal. Yeah. Jimmy Butler led the yeah, Miami he Heat with a 40-point triple-double to beat the Lakers in Game 3 and extend the series to at least Game 5. Did you watch? I mean, it was a yes, I did. I watched every second of this game. Um, I had a feeling. I had a feeling we were in for a treat. It was something about seeing that the ratings dropped after game two. I was like, oh. Yeah, game three, we're in store for something. Yeah, I think I uh I I, I said this on uh Friday's bonus episode, but I was, you know, I had a feeling like Jimmy is backed in a corner. And the dog in him was going to come out, and I was hoping that this was going to happen, and it happened. I got, I got my wish. Very excited, and I think you're right. The ratings probably did. I'm sure, I'm sure Jimmy Butler uses everything at his disposal for motivation, and like him being like, "Oh, people think this isn't a series. I'll make it a series." Of course, 
I mean, he's always been capable. You just kind of forget because he doesn't try to score. He really doesn't try to score. He's looking to pass on a drive so much more than he's looking to shoot. There was a few moments where he had like an open dunk and he's like trying to kick it out to Jay Crowder for a three. Yeah. It it's like a little too much, but he like he turned it down, you know, and he got his. Uh, you know, he 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 basically got every little eight foot fadeaway he felt like taking. Oof, some of those are so pretty. That's my only shot. That's my only shot I can make. I assume you hit some threes. I got to be very open. You got to give me a lot of time on those. All right. I'll do that when we play. <laughs> when we play, oh, man. when we the... play to 10 for the dabs. Jesus. There's, I mean, thank God there's no rims in LA right now. True. I'm not ready for that. Um, Jimmy did just about everything tonight, Jamal, uh, including inspiring little baby Tyler Hero to uh, give a little snarl. Have you seen this picture? I saw the, the snarl was a little, it was a little off. I give them credit because everyone had decided it was a sweep. Everyone decided it was a sweep last night. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, take that. Enjoy it. But, like, you're up eight. Also, Tyler, it's like a minute Tyler left. Hero in particular, uh, he shot like six of eighteen. <laughs> like he he didn't have the yeah. forty point triple double. Yeah, he wasn't Jimmy tonight. Jimmy was Jimmy yeah. tonight, you know. But uh, hey, whatever, fine. That's Jimmy allows him to behave that way, and I think it helps them overall. But the snarl was a touch early. I also would like to tip my hat to Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma is playing him better than Tyler Hero overall. I agree with that. Did you see this uh this petition to not give Kyle Kuzma a ring if the Lakers win? <laughs> what? Yo, I simply public perception is terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, I I simply like don't understand the hate for him. I mean, it, it all stems back from him dyeing his hair blonde. In fact, he even I think uh acknowledged that uh he was asked about the petition and social media hate after the game, and he said, I honestly don't care. I dyed my hair blonde this year. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Twitter is for jokes. It really doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. He, it was a – who was that reporter? Man, ask a guy about the haters after a finals loss. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, I do like that Kyle Kuzma – is like I dyed my hair blonde. I don't give a fuck. Like that's proof that you don't give a fuck. Pointing it out, yeah, it was in, shows it was, you give a fuck. Well, it was in context to like he was like, "Look, I'm." That th th I think the point Kyle was trying to make was, I, people have been making fun of me, online for, a full calendar year or longer now. I. I dyed my hair blonde already this year. It, I, I don't think it can get worse than when I showed up with blonde hair. True. Yeah, I guess I could see it that way. But yeah, Cal Kuzma has been playing pretty well. Um, Jimmy Butler has been uh, eating his fucking lunch when he's been guarding him, but we don't know Kuzma as a defensive stopper. We know him as an offensive bucket getter, and he's been getting some. Exactly. That's 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 what he's supposed to do, and he's doing it, man. Got it. Danny Green is just not it. Danny Green should not be playing at all. No. Uh, we got to figure out how to showcase Kyle a little more. Danny Green did make, uh, I think, at least one three tonight, and honestly, it was shocking. Someone pointed out that he has gone uh, four for twenty-two since he wore that awful sweatshirt. Did you see that? Oh, the, the uh, why the one do with legends the die? Quotes? Yeah. Come on, son. Because humans die. You freak. Yeah uh objectively terrible sweatshirt and i think it's had an effect on his uh shooting game i just want to know i don't know who here somebody listening to this thinks the wnba shouldn't exist and to you i ask danny green makes three million dollars more than the entire wnba do you think danny green deserves that amount of money the answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. No. I don't think so. No. Let's defund Danny Green. 
time to time to get Danny Green out of here. Danny Green should be getting paid uh whatever a UPS guy gets paid. We should remove Danny Green from the Lakers roster and replace him with a a, a series of social services that benefit the community. Oh my god. That sounds perfect. <laughs> Uh, there's no reason why Danny like Green meals should be. on wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a social worker, a meals on wheels driver, um, notary, public notary, notary public. Jamal, have I ever told you my dream of becoming a, a notary? <laughs> yeah, we all talk about being notaries it's all the such time. A, One of us has to it's do such it. Such a fucking easy con. I, you, do you know how you get it? Have we talked about this? You just like hang out. Right? No, you. All you need to you, do, you hang out at the comedy. You store. need to get a bunch of people, like uh, people of like of 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 good repute, to like write a letter to like the county saying this man is trustworthy, and then you become a notary. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like you need like a judge to be like, I would trust this man to stamp a document, and then you can charge people forty dollars to watch them sign something. Oh, that's so tight. Yeah. This is the type of hustling I'm talking about. It's fucking latent income, bro. I'm gonna be a notary. I'm giving it all I'm giving it all up. Come on. I'll help you. All right. I'll write a letter. Um Jamel, let me ask you a question. That- Does this win change your opinion on the series at all? And if Bam and Dragic or even just one of them come back and play, can the Heat swing this thing? Yes. All right. Uh, answer the perfect <laughs> sorry i mean it's the perfect time to win a game uh and to win without both of those dudes is huge definitely very huge I, I mean they're sitting there on the bench like damn as soon as i'm back now we got something i mean i i didn't know why miles leonard wasn't playing at all anyway or uh olenic i mean olenic could always score oh yeah game of his life in game two 24 points against I mean, he Anthony Davis. does that yeah. sometimes. There are times, I think there are Miles times Leonard when he dropped 30 last year. There are times when they were uh, uh, um, playing the uh, the Celtics where he just like looked like Giannis out there. <laughs> like he just would just like yeah. pump fake and then like run to the rim for a dunk. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Kelly Onek, some he, he looks like a pasty Giannis out there sometimes. Yeah, I think that's they the Heat uh just got deeper. I mean, the Lakers should win. The Lakers should win. They just gotta get their rotations right. You just gotta stop playing Danny Green. We saw LeBron do something tonight, I feel like that we haven't seen since Cleveland really. Um, or maybe a little bit here and there last season with the Lakers, but you know, he knew he wasn't making the playoffs. But uh the game was I think the Heat were up 10, second clock winding down at the end of the fourth quarter, and LeBron walked off the court and directly into the locker room, like, while he was checked in. Um, afterwards, he just said he was frustrated and knew the game was over, but, like, I don't know. I feel like we haven't seen him do something that aggressively, like, pissed off at his teammates since J.R. Smith in Cleveland. I mean... Maybe he was pissed with himself as well. I mean, there was a couple points in the game. He missed a freebie. He never misses oh, those. Yeah. You know, he what clanged mean? a dunk off he the back of the dunk, rim. and yeah. then yeah, he clanged a dunk, and then uh, you know, he took a thirty footer when it was like a seven point game. Yep. And then they went back down and got a stop. So it's like if you play for if you get two twos, you're down three. You know, and this was when it was like two and a half left or whatever. So he's probably thinking about what he could have done better. And, you know, and also, you know, game three, you don't have to say bye to anybody, especially when you've been living with these people for, you know, what, three months now. Yeah. And I think that's like it's also it probably just feels different, like without the crowd there, without uh, without an audience, without like an, an entire arena of like. I don't know. It's just like easy to just walk off because it just feels like a pickup game almost. Like they're not hearing the crowd sounds that we hear. They hear nothing. 
They don't hear the sounds. I don't think they hear the sounds. Nah, they got them sounds in there. We need to find as if yeah. anybody listening has been in the bubble. Do they? Can you hear the the crowd sounds? Let us know at Airbud Spot yeah. on Twitter. Nah, they're putting the pet. There's it's pet sounds in there. Pet sounds. Yeah, they're playing pet sounds. Is that that's like the Beach Boys? Yeah, uh, it's the only. You know, it was just the whitest reference I could pull. All right, buds, we're going to take a second to talk to you about DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants, and now they are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. And many of your favorite restaurants are still open for delivery, too. For example, um, I have been eating tacos every single day. Uh, Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and food is on your way. Right now, listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE, all one word. That's $5 off, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Jamel, there's another game today. Over in the WNBA, the Seattle Storm took game two from the Las Vegas Aces, getting 20-point games out of Brianna Stewart, Alicia Clark, and Natasha Howard as well as 16 and 10 assists from Sue Bird. Jamal, are the, are the Storm going to sweep this? Um, yes. And I saw Liz Cambage's nipples again. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. <sighs> Jamal. I don't know on. what to do. We're, we're, we're a gentlemanly podcast. I know. Look, I know that. I'm joking around. Jamel, I'm the most publicly horny for her. I know. I was very excited. I know that too. I was very excited for Liz Cambage's Playboy interview. Uh, A, she's a fucking cool-ass person, and B, she's got some cool-ass nipples. I mean, dog, That okay, I've never heard anybody say cool-ass nipples before, and I didn't like how I felt when I heard you say it. (laughs) I just wanted to acknowledge that before I went forward. I've just... I, when I think about this, Peter touched on it on the Yatreon episode. Just as the fan with with your penis not involved, it imagine imagine Philly, imagine last year. Ima- I, I can't even imagine. This is first. We already said it's like an unimaginable scenario, but like. Let's say someone on the Sixers, a key player on the Sixers. Let's say someone, his name rhymes with uh, Noel uh, Embiid. He, like, is out. You guys are down to Toronto 2-0, and he's, like, not there, and he just, like, posts a picture of him in, like, some boy shorts. In front of like a discovery zone. And he's out because he's out. He's injured. He's out because he's injured. He's out because he's injured. Um I think that was fucking cool. I don't know. (laughs) What? I don't know. We just don't know Liz Cambage's relationships at the team, how they felt. I mean, she had COVID previously, so she didn't want to come and maybe get it again. And so uh she sat out. And who knows if the team treated her poorly because of that or they're, like, trying to trade her because of it or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm just, like, I don't think that she needs to consider the team's feelings in any case. Also, I, th- I think Playboy probably rushed to put this out when they did. All, all probably true. All probably true. All this is to say... Back to the original question. Clearly, Liz Cambage dominates our mind so much, but are the Storm going to sweep? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> they can't stop the they there's nothing they can do. Yeah. There's nothing they can do. The storm just look perfect right now. Yeah, Brannistort. Superd doesn't have to score. It's just, it's fucked up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing else to say, I don't think. Brianna Stewart scored 37 the first game, 22 this game. Uh, she just looks fucking unbeatable. And it's the guards. It, it's just, they just don't got enough, dog. And the aces, like, we're, we're not even supposed to be here in the first place. Yeah. The, the aces showed up without two of their starters. Yeah. And then, then lost probably their, I don't know what. what what is, oh, what yeah, is Erica Hamby? She's like, she's is she their third? I don't know. I guess Asia Wilson would probably be their best player. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hamby's I'm probably their fourth overall, best player. Yeah, overall, you could say you can make an argument for third or fourth. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, they're not supposed to be here, and I think it's starting to show. Um, sadly, I hope they can bounce back. Maybe they uh they get a little Jimmy Butler esque performance out of Asia Wilson in Game Three. I mean, it's there. It's possible, and it, as you see, I think it would take the same effort. You know, like her or McCarthy is gonna have to go for like just a million. It's just like you just gotta just finish everything, and they don't got the perimeter scoring either, man. The only person willing to take a three is Kayla McBride. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think the store we're just gonna take it. Time to. Time to I, move on. I believe this. Yeah, <laughs> they are going to take it, and Asia Wilson has to get a three pointer. I think if the I think Vegas going forward, that's what they need. We, you know, it's kind of it's just known. Time to just start She's chucking. Get it on like, the block. Just throw it yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, he's got to work on three that is job, more than two. That's like, bro. That's been for ten thousand years. Is that how old math is? I I would have to guess, yeah. What year do you think math came out? Uh, what year did Thriller come out? It's 83? 10,000 years old. Okay. Um, Jamal, let's move on to a little segment. You know, with everything going on in the world, we know that our listeners come to us to kind of escape things like the election or politics or the pandemic. Yeah. You know, just have a little laugh. Uh, you or know, things are warming or natural yeah. disasters yeah. or, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, white supremacy, uh, just bipartisan politics. Uh, it's just, it's a Air mess quality. out there. Air quality. It's hard. Yeah. You can't even, California is on fire. You can't even breathe out here. Um, yeah. so we figured we would kind of just turn the floor over to our listeners, uh, and answer some questions. We went on twitter.com and, and asked our listeners, Hey, what do you want, want us to talk about? Um, you know, we wanted you guys to kind of get your escape. So uh, let's let's do some listener questions. Let's go see what the first question is. Uh, first question we got is from uh, President Reply Sicko. That's at Matthew P. Wells. That's Matthew P. Wells with two P's instead of two T's in Matthew. Uh, P -P. His question is, is Donald Trump going to die? Oh, uh, rough start. Rough start to the chill segment. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna list him as a uh a a, a a a plus four to not die. How would that work in gambling? I don't know. I mean, we all die eventually. Uh, I think he's this got is true. He's yeah, eventually he will. He's got like a thirty three percent chance of dying, um, of COVID, but a hundred percent chance of dying dying in general. And uh, no matter what day comes, uh, whether it's this week because of COVID or or in ten years. Uh, I'm sure some people, sickos, not me, uh, will be will be celebrating. How did Shams get the story? I want to know so bad how Shams got. See, I wonder. So the there's no way to show exactly who tweeted it out first, the president or Shams, but they both tweeted it at uh, 9:54 Pacific time. So I'm wondering, Wowzers. did Shams see the tweet and immediately? tweet it or was it just like did he just coincidentally break the story as the president was announcing it what if he was just saying it with no basis <laughs> he, just, <laughs> what if, he just happened to be right just lost his mind 
Yeah, Shams off three hard ciders. He's drinking. He's drinking Mike's hard cranberry. I do love. I do lemon. love when like yeah. those NBA personalities like that like get personal or crazy on the timeline. I had to point out uh, to people in our Patreon Slack this week that uh, Worldwide Wob uh, often will just kind of like tweet like borderline incel things about like girls leaving him on red and stuff like that. Oh boy. Yeah. And people were like, no, it's, it's Wob. He doesn't do that. And I like pulled up all these old tweets and they're like, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Wob, Wob had some rough summers. Yeah. There was, there was the classic, like, I see you can't text me back, but you're posting on Instagram. And I just, <laughs> Oh yeah. damn dude, you can't say that. Yeah. You gotta just accept that brother. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I love. I would love the idea that Shams just got drunk off Mike's Hard Lemonade and uh, went wild, and happened to be right. In an infinite amount of universes, prove us wrong, yeah. Shams. Yeah. Come on the show, you you freaky. Yeah, people. if anybody knows Shams Sharania, uh, please tell him to get in touch with us. Uh, I know he's not listening uh, to us because uh, oh, no, oh. he is. Okay. Um, uh, we're we're right on the show like thirty percent of the time, like three times. <laughs> a, yeah. Um, let's get to the next. Uh, this is from our friends at uh, over at Horse, uh, the podcast Horse okay. underscore Hoops on Twitter. The Jr. Experience. He was a plus one. Eighty was minus twenty seven. Feels like something is there. You know what? I don't disagree. This goes back to uh, my main point of never letting Danny Green touch a basketball in this series again. I think you could give Jr. a shot. Hell with it. I I think, yeah, uh, Jr. Smith should just replace Danny Green in the lineup and also in Danny Green's life. 100%. Yeah. Yo, yeah, talented Mr. Ripley. Exactly, yeah. Jr. is currently, His currently whole single. Shit. Uh, so I don't know what Danny Green's attachment situation is, but like, sorry, uh, if there's a Mrs. Green, uh, JR's her husband now. Do you think J.R. Smith has also been to the Holocaust Museum? No. Wait, yes. I think there's definitely, there's a world where J.R. Smith went to the Holocaust Museum. Oh, yeah, come on. He definitely went to the Holocaust yeah. Museum. If Justin Bieber went to the Anne Frank house and signed the guest book about saying that he thought he thinks Anne Frank would have been a believer <laughs> that I think J.R. Smith walked around the Holocaust Museum with his shirt off. I accept this and am thinking about how that looks visually now. Can you draw something and send it to me later? Uh, yes. Next question uh, from Terry Horstman at Terry Horstman on Twitter. Yeah, Couple horse guys, horse horseman. <laughs> Wait, is Terry Horseman the host of Horse? Uh, he asks Terry asks, "Was Jimmy Butler right though?" And the answer is one hundred percent yes. If you're referring to what happened with the Sixers, yes, uh, people should have been listening to Jimmy since Chicago. That's we all agree. Um, Do you think they? they but just... I still think. Oh, you go ahead, go ahead, because I didn't really have Oh, I was going to say, do you think that they just let him walk because uh, they think he's an asshole? And they just were like, you know, it would be much more helpful not to have an asshole around. Yeah. But look at this asshole. This asshole's fucking <laughs> gaping wide with victory right now. Oh, no. All what? right. What? All right. C calm down. That's not, that's nothing about that is victorious this asshole is inserting victory into itself that doesn't make <laughs> sense yet 40 points just fucking poured out of this asshole tonight hell <laughs> <laughs> now that's some trouble uh yes jimmy Butler was right should we go on to the next question yeah, Jimmy Butler, always right. Hasn't been wrong since Marquette. Next question. Uh, David Feudernick, friend of the pod, at David Feudernick. Hey. Is Steve Blake super mad that Alex Caruso is doing a better Steve Blake than he did? Uh, yes, he has to be a little salty. Um, 
mainly because I just I don't think I don't think white people can be happy for each other. <laughs> just like that, I think you guys are physically incapable of being happy for one another. So yeah, I Steve Blake's just like whoa, it's me. But if I could dunk sometimes, ridiculous. I think we're capable of being happy for each other. I think that's how America got so fucked up. Ooh, yeah. good point. White people being too happy. We're looking for out another. for each other too much. We need to we need to be double sure. crossing each other more, I think. Okay. Yeah. More sinister white people. <laughs> but sinister like the other direction. Yeah, yeah. So inwardly sinister white people. I I stand by this. Um yeah. Uh I hope that are, are either of these gentlemen apart are who who, who <laughs> between Steve Blake and Alex Caruso, who's more likely to um like take part in an internal investigation of the police? Who would wear a wire to to a cop bar? Oh, uh well I think well, I don't know. Alex Caruso, I think um okay. i think uh steve blake is a the dirty cop that alex caruso would be going undercover to catch i yeah. love this i love this as a as a a mini series i love this as a a webinar however you want to do it let's do Joel, this. you know what i watched last night so, sorry that what? the whole that 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 scenario of Alex Caruso going undercover to catch Steve Blake reminded me of The Departed, and then that just reminded me of uh, of this movie I watched last night uh, called Welcome to Sudden Death. It is uh, an unasked-for sequel of uh, to the 1996 Jean-Claude Van Damme hockey movie Sudden Death, starring Michael Jai White, and it is so fucking low budget and awful that it's hilarious and i highly recommend you watch it it's on netflix and and here's a here's a fun thing it's really bad really poorly made they clearly had access to like a uh a a basketball arena and we're like we'll shoot a movie um by the way no sudden death in basketball but uh this this one takes place in a basketball game Um, (laughs) but here's the thing michael jai white fucking rules as ever and then the fight scenes are really good so like they had they the, it's the chintziest looking fucking movie, except for when Michael Jai White is just beating the shit out of everybody. Hey, yeah. that's fine. That's all yeah. we need. We just need to get to him beating the shit out of somebody. That's what we need in twenty twenty. Um. Okay, one last uh one last reader. I'm sorry, listener uh, comment. Uh, this comes from Baltung at Trauma Workshop on twitter uh they simply said hero snarl which we've already kind of addressed but i just wanted to say it out loud and and see i I just wanted to see what your response is um my immediate thought is i hope the heat win so tyler hero can put his braids back in do you think he took the braids out because Jimmy pulled him aside and talked to him, or do you think he like knew that it was a bad idea? I think it's a little bit of both. I think, I think he understood he was not going to be, he's already last in line to get his braids touched up in the bubble. And like the dude, it's like Rondo's brother's shop. Like Rondo is also first in line every day. Rondo's doing something completely different with his hair every game. It's true. He had braids for a minute, right? Yeah, he had braids. He took them out, and then he did them in some different twists, and then he took it out, and then he rebraided um, it. Do you think this is why Jimmy Butler, his hair is grown wild, and his, he's he hasn't been shaving? Because he's afraid to go to Rondo's brother's barbershop? Think yeah, about I'm not it. Going in there, I'm not seeing the fucking barber of Deville. Yeah, Seville's Cadillac, Cadillac Grills. Deville. Um. Yeah. Is it? It's like a weird conflict of interest to have a Laker player's brother running the barbershop. Yeah, I kind of don't like it. 
feels a little off, but um, I mean, also if the real cops are still crooked, I mean, I guess one barbershop could be shady. That's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he won me over. <laughs> yeah, it's that's really all it is. Is just the hierarchy of uh, events is just like yeah. At Bubble Barbershop is way down on my list. Much like Tyler Hero's place to get into the barbershop. In my mind, it's way down on the list of things we need to make a change.org petition for. Do you remember when they first built the barber shop in the bubble? Yeah. Doesn't that feel like 10 years ago? Yo, it was, man. Oh, she was man. mad long ago. Her dick is still all over the fucking Bubble Life account. Are they? Are the Bubble Life guys still eating? I think they're still tweeting a lot. Uh, man, what what corny? I mean, hey, I just forgot that, just, that. I was like, I don't even care what they're doing no more. The game. Yeah, I don't think on. anyone cares what they're doing anymore. Nobody's fishing. Nobody's like chugging beers. There's like nothing. Yeah. The only thing that's still getting play is Jimmy Butler's pretend coffee shop. <laughs> that's how you ruin a party. Turn it into a coffee shop. Do you think Jimmy Butler serves his coffee in buckets because his name is Jimmy Buckets? And that's why it costs $20? Oh, my God. A bucket? Oh, coffee? And then he sits there and he, you, if you buy a bucket of coffee from him, he <laughs> he he watches you until you finish it. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely how he plays basketball. Yeah, he just stares you down until you you drink every last ounce of that 20-gallon bucket of coffee. <laughs> oh, what would happen to your insides if you drank a bucket of hot coffee? You just melt and you die. Is that how? But yo, hey, is we're, that, all, we're all heading that way. Damn, that's it. This Melting feels, and dying on, under the California sun. Yo, this feels like some sick Colombian torture shit we just wandered upon. Yeah, that's how Colombian Satan tortures people. What? There's a Colombian every co- Satan? Every country has their own it's, Satan, right? It's like state birds? Yeah. <laughs> but with Satan? Yeah. Hold up, man. No, we got to stick on We got to stay on this for a second. Cause I Did just you not walk- vote in the Satan election last year? <laughs> Do I have to re-register for that? Yeah, you can't vote back in 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 Virginia. You got you got to yeah. be registered in California to vote for for Satan. Uh, vote for, for Satan. the devil. Yeah. I feel like that's what I feel like. That's where like that's where hot girls are taking us in uh, politics is like voting for Satan's. I think that's how. I mean, like now that we have AOC, like you're just gonna like when she runs for president, which she eventually will, you're just gonna like vote with your crotch instead of your brain but i mean not well sure she's the right choice yeah that's not even what i mean i'm talking about like you know what i'm talking about and maybe to say hot is not what i meant i'm talking about like the anarchist energy that i see from women is that i feel like i see it more from women than guys is it just because i'm like following more women online do you know any dudes who are just like who just like tweet about how Ruth Bader Ginsburg was was a uh like a uh like a like a evil demon and stuff like that? Yeah, but I'm I mean, you already put it out at the top of the show. I'm like like a Crispin Glover. Yeah, you do level have a weirdo. You do have a little bit of that Crispin in you. And I'm like Yeah, but yeah, it definitely like expresses itself in different ways. Like I feel like Crispin Glover has like vintage like animal pornography on his walls. Yeah. And I'm just like a democratic socialist. I see there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. Crispin Glover collects like old prints of like dudes getting plowed by horses in the nineteen tens. And I someday hope to vote for AOC in the general election. Man, that would be huge. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's just like, 
I'm, in my mind, there's like mad like. It's like mad girls who dress like uh, Alicia Silverstone and Clueless who are just like, we got to destroy the government. I'm like, oh, y'all would have us fucking on some purge shit. I feel like hot yeah. girls want the purge. I think there's definitely, I think, I think I know what you're talking about. You know I think I mean? it's definitely like, like the, the TikTok Bernie Sanders girl. Is that like what you mean? A little, I where she like, she paints her cheeks like rosy red and like <laughs> smiles and lip syncs to like a uh, a wiggle song, but like then her shirt says like, "I'll tear your dick off for socialism." Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like there's, it's like it's a very like cute, like fairy pixie looking, but it looks like if you actually listen, it's like no, we plan to kill. I mean, I like that. That's that sounds great. That's a movie I want to see made. Okay. Clueless, but Cher is assassinating the president. Yeah, it's like a fuck. It's like um, it's it's Clueless meets the craft because you know you gotta get a little bit of that witch on it, but then it's also the Manchurian Candidate. Do you think Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta has something to do with it all? I'm gonna just go ahead and say yes. She's the original girl boss. <laughs> what? I don't know. Should we, should we wrap this up? Jamal, you got anything uh, you want to plug? No, we have to talk about the Australian Basketball League for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, I want to plug uh, Lamelo Ball. Just in general, yeah. I love what you're doing. Shout out Lamar Ball, uh, who you heard at the top. Thank you for being our uh, our stepdad and and for loving us and for uh, going to bat for Manscaped.com code buds for us. Yeah, uh, thank you for being down by law and raising us in this podcast world. Yeah, you know we just try not. We're just trying to navigate. Really? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And Lavar is our our uh our shining star. He's our North Star that we follow anywhere. Jamel Johnson is at Brackley House on Instagram. He is at nonprofit comic on Twitter. Uh Airbuds, we're uh at Airbuds Pod on everything. Uh go to airbuds.com. I'm sorry, airbudspod.com. Uh you can I think we still have the uh the pot star weekend track up there right definitely that's definitely still up there yeah uh, uh that, that's stuff. fun that, you know what go 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 check that out pot star weekend yeah, speaking of which uh, speaking of horse thanks for coming out to that again horse yeah, gang. speaking of horse and david Fudernick and all all the gang um donk town yeah we had a we, we we had a live show where uh tons of people came and, and did little bits from various Perfect. comedy basketball podcasts and it's still you up know, there and you know what's funny? You know what's real funny about that is it, it was you know it was our it was our first biggest attempt. It's it's insane that it happened this calendar year. It ha- this yes. happened this year, and afterwards, me and Peter were like, you know, show was a little long. Show was a little long. We kind you know we we're, we're like the th- things were very fluid. We're running. We're gunning. But now I'm like, damn, thank God. It was, I mean, people might not perform inside a bar ever again. We That's got it point. all. We yeah. got as many, we got all the heads we could in that bitch. Yeah. It's fun thinking like we pulled that off. I mean, I wasn't there. I was actually, you were uh, definitely a part. You were in the intro. So you I were was, there. I was in the intro. I was part of the planning and everything. Uh, but I remember it being, you know, hearing about what a success it was and everyone liking it and it going off and packing out the bar and feeling like going forward. Okay. Like this is a thing we can do. Like we're about to like do something great and fun and blow up. And, uh, and then the pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah. Now, like we, I think we came off of pot star weekend being like the possibilities are so incredible right now. And then, uh, we'll never perform live again 
we were on our dude the holiday party was yeah yeah then we come back with Star weekend and then we had we were about to we were on the verge of a deal with the with the bar yep and uh pandemic ruined that uh, Anyways, go to yeah. <laughs> Airbuds Pod on all social media. Uh, Airbudspod.com. Uh, Airbudspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us anything. We always Twitch appreciate it. And we're on the Twitch. And it was Sweet Dog and Friends. No extra letters. Just Sweet Dog and Friends. Two Gs on Dog now. Sweet Dog and Friends. Uh, yeah. And let them know that we lost in fair and square. I don't want to hear none of that. I hadn't played in a while bullshit. Because I ain't played in a while neither. Bye, we love you. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. And remember, we are sponsored by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division championships, futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, promo code for betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.